The Cats, time to partner with Betfair and preview WATC Derby Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton, we're teaming up to record one episode 122 of the 1 1. This is your West Australian Racing Podcast, don't forget. And it's uh, about 10 to 12 on Thursday, the 7th of April. Narragin Cup Day. 1-1 podcast handicap day uh, this afternoon. Narragin, good luck to all involved. Pinger Up Cup at Albany and Ascot this Saturday. And it's Geraldton, Cole, Geraldton Gold Cup at uh, on the Crayfish Coast this Sunday, Guru. It's in old Geraldton Cup as well. One of my favourites, the old Jarrow Cup. It's uh, not deep. But BJ, remember to stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market. City meets get out stakes competition. We had a talk about it later, but someone won again. One of the greatest of all time. The guru. The guru. Unbelievable. Incredible stuff. Big day for the guru. Bruce <laughs> Almighty and, a, and some succulent steaks. And a jackpot. 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 Jack well. oh, yeah. Jeez, what a box ticker. Yeah. What a box ticker. Yeah. Uh, and don't forget, we have semi final number one jockey versus trainers of WA Racing Mastermind Competition Who brought to us by the Mundaring Hotel. Uh, we have Chrissy Parnham. The bookies, the bookies elect mm-hmm. taking on outsider Jordan Turner, and the next week we've obviously got Mitchell Pateman taking on Kate Whitten. But Mitchell Pateman, the only trainers representing he is. the semis, he yeah. is fresh from the jockey ranks as well. Fresh so from, yeah. that's yeah. got to be some type of bragging rights for the jockey straight away. But yeah. uh, Chrissy Parnham versus Jordan Turner, can Jordan cause an upset? Well, we'll see how that unfolds. Looking forward to semi final number one. Uh, Betfair Edge, what's happening? Uh, Michael Grantham joining us tomorrow. Discuss comes a time. Lord help me run and state attorney. Good little team at the moment going for uh, Mickey. He's turning some tried horses. Uh, yeah, he's getting them to improve from good trainers, which is always a sign he uh, knows what he's doing. So, to it, Michael Mitchell and um, Boy Hill. Boy Hill, ex riders that are all uh, really doing a fair job with their teams. What's expected? I love it's how good, Boy Hill's getting horses like Art Admirer and Float <laughs> Your Boat, who's had 4,000 starts, and now he's turned it into a little gun. And um, <laughs> it was able to recapitulate. Yeah. Dearie me, with a sit as well. Like, it's uh, yeah, it's just tremendous. It's stuff, actually so. good to see some uh, some fresh blood in yeah, the training ranks. Because it, it is a tough gig. And, you know, f- to, to for young guys to step into that world and 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 make that their, their profession, you, you know, I mean, I don't think – they're not. Um, I, know, I know Michael Grantham is the he does his trotting, driving, and training as well. But uh, Ryan Hill's a full time horse trainer now. Mitchell Payton's a full time horse trainer now. Like this is um, like these guys are, are young and they're going to have a crack. And it's good. It's good for the game to see people mm. creating those pathways from being a jockey. Uh, and they're, when their time comes, they can step into the training ranks and make a good fist of it. So it's great for the game. Right, Terry, let's get rolling on this WATC Derby Day preview. Rail back in the true position. We got a uh, maximum of 25 degrees forecast, uh, partly cloudy, slight chance of a shower in the morning. We've got some south to south easterly winds becoming, what, further easterly during the day? Or the uh, same? More southerly. More southerly. Uh, yeah. Should play. Look, I, I think you'd want to be closer to the speed there. The rail last time was at True, we were worried the pad could be off and it was fine. Mm-hmm. It wasn't advantageous. It was just fine. Like There was horses three of the fence who were running on well. There was leaders winning. A few came wide. So, yeah, I just think, um, especially early in the day, you'd probably want to be closer to the speed, but it tends to fare up. Just won't over – excuse me, I won't overthink it. I don't think, BJ. But, um, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Race one. Hear <laughs> the enthusiasm. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Acromantula, race two. <laughs> 
What about the, do you want to intro this race? I'd love to, the Glenmore Shaft <laughs> handicap. Over the 1,000 metres, race number one, the six horses to do battle. You'd suspect it's a glorified barrier trial for media barons, so probably the five horses to do battle. Yeah. Um, yeah, Acromantula should jump, run, cross. Um, I think the interesting part for me in this race would be whether they really decided to try and kick up with reflectivity. Yeah. But it's a long, they've probably got plans for the campaign, and I think that could be a negative sort of move, trying to kick up, because Acromantula will keep attacking for the top, especially with express time coming across. So, um, yeah, if they park on the back of Acromantula, their chances of probably winning as well as, as much as running second probably increase. For young Brandon Louis. Brandon Louis. Louis. Back um, in, shout out to Brandon back in yep. Western Australia. So I did some, he's been riding in Tasmania. How's he been going? Okay. He's sort yeah. of at an eight or nine percent. Yeah. Yeah, no, I remember when he was here, I I, I, uh, I never backed Brandon with confidence, but I didn't avoid his at all costs. So I'd be interested to see how he goes. You wouldn't, you've got to have your own opinions on these apprentices. And, and obviously when we mark horses, the who they put on the horse is, is a massive uh, thing for us. So uh, I think Saturday for me in a day that doesn't look like a huge betting day, we'll probably be assessing – a lot of it will be assessing Brandon. So good luck, Brandon. Yeah, so he he's obviously Mauritian born, came over and rode in – in WA until 2018, 2019, went back to Mauritius briefly. Then since then, he's been riding in Tasmania. So the Ganjimi brothers have uh, recruited him back to the West to continue his apprenticeship, and they've given him a leg up here in his uh, first meeting back on the uh, stables representative reflectivity. And yep. what Terry was sort of <coughs> thinking there is that reflectivity kind of does have the speed to be a um, nuisance a little bit to Acromantula if it wants to be. However, Acromantula really should be able to burn off reflectivity, take up the running, rallying in front and make it very hard for anything to run him down, I would have thought. The, yep. Just the vein of form he's in. So Yeah, I'm a dollar seventy it's as long as I could get. So two bucks and I'll be having a reasonable bet. Acromantula. Acromantula, yeah. Looks like the way to go. He just loves the Ascot one thousand, doesn't he? And mm-hmm. then Holly Watson, of course, flying. She's coming off a huge weekend, uh, probably her best weekend in the saddle yet. So mm-hmm. um, and the two kilos looks a nice little um Gift for a front runner as well. Race two is the Pepsi Max. Pepsi. Are you a Pepsi mm. Max? Yeah, I prefer if I'm going to have one. It would be rare. It'd be a Coca Cola. Yeah. I reckon glass bottle. Glass bottle. Glass bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't had a glass bottle for about 12 years, but I just remember the time. I quite enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> Pepsi Max, no good. Tastes like glorified water. Uh, glorified water? It's not right. Dear, dearie me. Okay, VJ. Snipperucci. Can we get this one beaten? Uh, sure. Like, um, what what do you let's have a look speed map wise mm-hmm. the have you got a three back defense that's a sort of that was a sort of feeling that I had if she I thought Siparucci loved that trial from her she went really well in a high rating three odd race last Saturday quick back up stays on the minimum jumps from one but I imagine gets crossed by both Safiano and Speed Dream potentially so it could be three, okay. three could, be, Dream too. could be three back the fence and from there just the way that she's been finishing off. Uh, trial and first up run, she's going to have the closing speed but needs to get the galloping room. Yeah, that's always the issue. I mean, you, you can learn as much as you want in regards to sitting and sprinting, but it's probably a different story coming down the centre of the track between and then bumping out and sort of muscling your way um, between runners. So Brad went up 3.20 this morning. That was an easy sort of decision to bet if you could lock in any of that. But now we're talking 2.10, 2.15, and that's just probably a little bit thin for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she'll win, BJ. Yeah. Um, but – and I think they'll probably try and use the gate and hold the leaders back. Okay. Funny, if this was – say this was a million-dollar race and they weren't trying to teach her anything, I reckon they'd just 
you're trying to lead. Yeah. To be honest with you, because I reckon you kick her out and you lead her. And yeah, she's just so well in here. She gets the same weight as getting beaten the length, Metallon, Harmika, beat State of Power Home. So that's just. The cl closing splits were enormous. Too. Yeah, that's just better form than this, mm. very simply. But again, you've, you've got a horse who, who's trying to learn something and do something new. And if, as BJ they're trying, said, they're trying to rewire her. Yeah, think, fair yeah. enough, too. I, I like it. And if she ends up three the fence, um, yeah, then there's going to be some risk involved. Look, I've, I, I'm going to sit down and do this race again this afternoon. So don't take my numbers and these figures that I'm giving you as gospel. I've marked Safiano as $4.40. I'm probably going to go back and deeper dive this because I, I might be a little bit uh, a little bit short there. But um, Safiano is a, uh, a Ganjimi um, used tried horse. Yeah, recycled. Recycled <clears throat> horse. Came and trialed in October a couple of times, just battled away. Looked pretty ordinary. Um, the recent trial, despite not beating much, was really, really, really soft. Um, went to the top. Uh, Sean O'Donnell sat up late. Uh, it was a really nice victory. I've got um, I've got him leading this race, BJ, if they can get him out the gates like they did in the trial and take up the running. And and from there, just just the way they can improve these horses um, with the easterly in play early in the day, and if Snipperidge is through the fence over 1,100 metres, we, we don't know what we're up against here with Safiano. Yeah. So I just – the current 10 bucks or so, I think that might just be a little, a little speculative bet but um i do expect i'll probably lose the good thing about this race is for me so i'm really happy have to you, take on a horse like speed Dream. are you just on safiano mm -hmm. are you expecting them to lead i'm expecting that to be the the thought process if they do the map if they weren't going to lead i would be far less in theories but uh, they're well, a pretty aggressive <clears throat> yard most of the time yeah i, I mean and, and they're not they're pretty happy to change things up i mean it's it's, it's Sydney form that's not a leader. Uh, and in, in its first couple of trials, I don't think it was going well enough at the time to to bounce and, and mm -hmm. cross in those <clears throat> those first two trials it had over here. So but it was you could see the intent on Sean, o Sean O'Donnell that after it began, he didn't he didn't ping the lids by any stretch, but he was sort of got got up early and sort of just glided across to find the rail in front and soft trial, as Terry said. So just a bit of background on Safiano. It was a six hundred thousand dollar yearling. Uh, originally with Chris Waller, and then it went to an online sale last January and was sold for two hundred ninety thousand. And then three months later, was put back in an online sale and was purchased for seventy thousand by Gain Jimmy Racing. So it went, it devalued two hundred twenty thousand dollars in three months. This horse, which was interesting, um, that thing that I picked up, That's good picked stats. up last night. I love that. So. Um, its form wasn't shoot the lights out in New South Wales by any stretch of the imagination, but it is young and lightly raced and well-bred, and this is the kind of horse that the Ganjimi brothers like to like to target, and they've had success with in the past. Scratch from a very uh, also winnable race midweek. The, the race midweek takeaway Snipperucci was probably harder. Yes, yeah. there was some real. Uh, that was a really um, a nice little midweeker. So I think they've made the they pulled the right rein scratching and and coming here and um, it's, it's yeah, under six lengths off Rothfire in a yeah. Group One as well. Yeah. That stands out in the form line, but. Those type of uh, for for the younger horses, those type of runs can often lead to them being underpriced for the rest of their career. Yeah. So, so the thing that you will know is that Jet Stanley, Kira, or Star, I imagine they're going to be. They've been really aggressive on this horse lately, and he's been racing well. Yeah. So fourteen hundred back down to eleven. I I don't know if they're just going to with the sixty three. Hasn't been jumping that well either. It's been yeah. last start, nothing wanted to go forward. So they sort of Brad Willer worked around, and that wasn't the plan. I don't think so. Um, so maybe it's Stance 
Cocky is the breeze horse. I'm not sure. Yeah, Dance Cocky is yeah. probably your breeze horse, I, I think. Um, and then what my point Dun, was- Dunbar in its career has shown gate speed, and you got to remember that Bob doesn't like his horses showing gate speed, but Peter Ferdy does like his horses probably showing gate speed. So Dunbar is not impossible to lead them up here either. So. And Aracity is kind of tough, and they like to roll forward. And yeah, Aracity well, so. definitely goes forward. So my thing is, Safiano was basically in a world of its own in that trial. It was two lengths clear of the- field the whole time. I'd like to see how Safiano reacts under the pressure of race state with a horse sort of breathing down its neck and whether it, it can um, maintain its action, maintain its composure under those circumstances or whether it, it, it fizzles out. So mm -hmm. I'm happy to have a look at Safiano first up um, and, uh, and just to uh, see how he performs. First up in WA for the Gangimi brothers. Um, so I was a bit bit longer than the current $9 uh, available. It's a fascinating one, isn't it? Because mm -hmm. we won't usually price them where I'm $4.40. Again, I'm going to go back and probably have a, a better, better look this yeah. afternoon. I mean, you, I, could, you could be a little bit longer and still be bad. So um, the, I'm going to give Speed Dream one more. Yep. One more. One more Speed Dream. Um, oh, yeah, you're on Speed Dream here? Yeah. Oh, dearie me. Yeah. Theory, man. Oh, no, look, I think uh, Snipperucci's the winner, but there's, at the moment, there's no, there's no, there's not much meat throughout there's the nothing, card. There's, I tell you there's what, nothing there. So we're just, uh, chew, we're just chewing bones. So I had Speed Dream a four dollar chance. He's better than that. He's going to get the run of the race. with three wide, no cover. Just faded without a trial. First up, um, obviously a bit, bit big in condition late there, but the, it was a fast enough race. I think he can elevate off that. He's going to get a lovely run from gate two. He's going to fight out the finish for sure. So Speed Dream around four dollars is is the way that I'm going to go. All right, so we're both basically going to lose here because we're going to back horses to beat Snipperucci, but Snipperucci's probably going to beat us, yeah. yeah. But that's good. That's how you punt, to lose. <laughs> <laughs> good punt. All right, Safiano. I've got to, I've got to be on Safiano. It's yeah. Just, yeah. It's funny, son. I do my prices, and this isn't a market I had a huge amount of confidence in, but then you um and ah, go, oh, hang on, I've got this 440. It's 10 bucks. Mm. So that's, you don't even need to think about that. That's yeah. just a bet. Not a bet. Yeah, so. Anyway. So, yeah, and of course, anyway. Dunbar, first start for Peter Fern. You purchased mm. at that private Peter's investment bloodstock online sale that they had so we'll Def see whether it's definitely see whether, winnable uh, fernie can work his uh goldfields magic here on uh, dunbar because it's been done in the past mm -hmm. with several recycled gallopers so all right race three is the schweppes tonic plate for the two-year-olds set weights and penalties over the 1100 meters uh Nice enough race, this actually. There's a bit of, bit of talent engaged, some exposed form, some handy trial form. The barriers have thrown a few spanner in the works from a um, from a map point mm. of view. But um, I imagine the top weight, swear to God, is going to be all the rage after a pretty dominant debut performance. Bit of a spruik on it. However, does have to overcome gate 13 in this 14-horse field, Terry. Yeah, and again, it comes down. I've got – look, I, I would have loved to have been on swear to God, but I, I need it's probably mid-threes to have a bet. Brad, uh, everyone went up $3, actually. Um, it's been backed in um, to $2.40 at the time. Right? And it never got to a price. It was backable for me there. But, uh, look, with, with normal racing luck, um, it's clearly the one to beat. But, um, yeah, it is a sticky little draw. From the uh, from there, Nunez was uh, a a couple of lengths poorer run than his. No, I, I can't see any reason why it would turn the tables. But you got barrier four to thirteen and two kilos, so it gets a bit of it gets the rub of the green and it can it can turn the tables. All show super trial. The fact it's had a month between trial and race and been scratched a couple of times. So hoof. Yeah, that's a massive, red, massive red flag for me. Though Trevor's training a few winners at the moment. Uh, big watch on Lindsay Smith, Clint Johnson, and Porter. Two hundred and twenty thousand dollar purchase. Bj here, no cash. Robbo, it would be here, no cash. Robbo, Robbo, Robbo. You know Chopper. Robbo here, no cash. You seen, no. You seen Chopper? I have seen it, but I don't know. Yeah. 
Google it. Okay. You remember that? That's yeah, where right. the name comes from. Here no cash. Um, there you go. I like it. When uh, yeah, when Chopper went to Neville Bardos's house looking for some <laughs> cash. <laughs> That's where the name comes from. Great name. Here that's, no cash. That's a cracker. Uh, bombed the start's first trial, then it led its second trial. Yeah. And it was pretty smooth, actually. So really yeah. was. It'd be interesting to see if they try and lead. There's a few under them that will go quick, I think. But um yeah, that's uh that's good. I don't do you know that. do you know you, I don't know if this will start this price though, because um two hundred and twenty thousand dollar purchase, yeah. you got probably the state's leading jockey and along with Chris, obviously, Clint Johnson Reporter and uh and a Lindsay Smith runner, two hundred and twenty thousand. I don't know, that's the type of money the horse that usually will come um come in for a little bit of support, I would have thought. Yeah, the computer geeks find it on pedigree. So. Yeah. I think so. And the trial was pretty soft as yeah. well. At the end, they had a bit of a hole, but there was a, quite a few soft trials. Wrecked the rental, I thought, over the 400 metres was a nice, soft uh, nice soft trial. Um, did you see the trial of uh, Luke's one, Reed and Ruby? Yeah. Every time – was it Steve Parnham? Steve Parnham, when he went for it. When he hit out the stick, the horse just wanted to just to – yeah, try and go over a hurdle or something. Yeah. It's quite incredible. So it's a very extravagant action. It is. For me, oh, we don't want to – with the way LK's gone with the kids, we don't want to uh, question it, but uh, it looks a, an odd ride to put a, an apprentice on a horse that's very green on the five-day backup. Well, so. I, there is a two-year-old 1,200 at Pinjar on Wednesday, so just keep an eye out on scratchings, guys, because there might be some horses that nominate for that, and if they get a better draw or if it's a better setup for them, they might scratch and, and head in that direction. So that's mm. Pinjarra Wednesday. There's a 1,200-meter two-year-old maiden. What I, what I wouldn't mind saying is I thought Potshot was really brave the other day. Yeah. Did a lot of work to get to the breeze, and the leader, Universal Flair, I think it was, um, had a softer lead, had okay lead up form, and Potshot was able to sit outside after doing a heap of work and getting past it late. That was finishing third to Swear to God and Nunez. If there's trouble for Nunez back in the field, swear to God, ends up three wide, no cover, or gets flushed or whatever, the trouble, pot shot up on top of the speed with an inform Holly Watson claiming two could uh, run them along and almost nick it at uh, 12, 11, 12 dollars at the moment. Is it jumping well enough to lead? There's a fair bit of speed in this. I, I've for certain got it getting crossed, and that for me is just a line through it. But yeah. if it leads, 100%, I can uh, I can see what you're saying there. Um, yeah, there's the, plenty There's of, so even, much speed in this race. Yeah, yeah, there is. I think a few of them will opt out of the battle because of that. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, even if you look down the the bottom end of the market horse like swim through was super on debut uh, and then you can probably forgive the run recently Ashley Maley's team's going well at the moment um, playing hardball was snagged out the back in a uh, in the gym crack probably could have led that if they wanted to it jumped really well um, so playing hardball is the one I've potentially got leading here I think that could be worth something small on late BJ but um, but even even I mean I mean Chris Barnum's got off Snowdome but he was 380 favourite in the Perth Stakes what yeah. three weeks ago uh, it's got Street Parade revved up for him like I mean so there's it's got speed well, apparently Tur swear to God's a better horse so Turkish lad uh, led a trial always one more led a trial um, any, any ruler had gate speed in its trial so there's yeah, I mean there's there's a bit to dissect here. So yeah. be, so if there are a few scratchings that are, that might just keep an eye on listeners if there are a few scratchings that it might change the map a little bit as well. Yeah, good race to get the scalp out for you, reckon, eh? Yeah, yeah. So what are we what are we doing here? Ah, uh, not much, mate. If, if the swear to God gets out to three dollars plus, I'll be happy to have something on and just back Chrissy Parnham into what about the race. What about here? No cash. And I'll be having something maybe on here, no cash, but again, that's on purchase price and the jockey and trainer's name. So yep. not the type of race I feel like I – not the type of horse I should be doing me, uh, me bum on. And something small on uh, Roy Rogers' runner late, BJ. We'll have a little bet on it. But uh, no, good race to watch and we'll see what the Betfair market does like. Something small pot shot for me. And one horse we haven't mentioned, we've mentioned the whole field. I might have done something small on Export Girl. Didn't Who's I? on? Uh, Tasha's out with um, 
health and safety protocols. Health and safety, H&S pros. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure yet. No, not sure. No, it's not named. I just looked. Steve uh, Steve Wolf there got to find a replacement rider for Export Girl. Maybe Paddy Carberry, I'm pretty sure, actually. Okay. Has Paddy got a ride? Speaking to Steve this uh, morning, no, he mentioned Paddy something doesn't. about Paddy Carberry. Yeah, no, nah, Paddy doesn't. So I thought, Lacta, I thought Export Girl was pretty good on, on debut. Uh, stepping up to 1100. Uh, could run a race at a big price. Yep. Very good. Race Export, man, super last start, by the way. Yeah, how good. Yeah, didn't, I didn't expect that. No. no you guys expected that too much either, did you? Well, I think after his trial, they're, they're a little bit flat because his lead up to that was uh, promising. The trial was a bit flattening, but um, heard on the morning of the race that his track work during the week alongside uh, River Rubicon was of a very high level. Mm -hmm. So they expected him to be running on, but for him to flash like that into third was uh, quite exciting moving forward. So Steve might have uh, Export Man back on track. So, um, okay. Let's get back on track. Race four, the Tab Touch, Be Better at Life, West Speed Platinum Warden <laughs> Series, Heat 3, 1,200 metres, Terry. Ah, this is, well, this is definitely one for the snipers. <laughs> i tell you what, um, premium choice was backed off the map. I think it was 12s into about three bucks by the time they jumped uh, last week. And uh, how was <laughs> poor old Chrissy Nickel? Like, as many horses get held up and it's a hard horse to ride, but he copped it from Darren, didn't he? Oh, oh boy, that was something beaten. Yeah. Like, Poor old Chris. Like, genuinely, that's a really tough ride for a horse that doesn't jump all that well and gets back at us here. So, I don't think Chrissy Nickel did a huge amount wrong. I reckon in this rider shortage at the moment, he's really underutilised by a lot of stables too. I actually really like Chrissy. Um, I really don't mind Chrissy as a uh, as a hoop. I have a lot of faith when I back him down in Albany. So, um, anyway, uh, yeah, look, this is- So, Scotty Embry was on, on, on the phone to the connection straight after the race, obviously. What for? To get oh, the ride. yeah, he would have done. He's very, yeah, sorry. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> to pretty, get the uh, ride next up. Yeah, he's pretty, uh, yeah, I think there's a bit of a story behind why it's changed stables, but um, I'll have to get more clarity on that before I So the new trainer is him. Tony Triscari. And Works from the Harrison. Right. Okay, well, according to, don't quote me here, but according to Racing Australia, if you click on his name on Racing Australia, his last runner was at Esperance in the 3rd of January, 2000. Well, he's due. Uh, that was his last runner. Well, he's coming, back, was, he's coming uh, back with a dollar seventy. And it was and it was a winner. So oh, so he went out a winner. And he could come, I've always come said that Tony with. doesn't train. He doesn't. He doesn't <laughs> bring him to the race for nothing. So um, he's been waiting twenty two years to yeah to, to to bring one back to the track. So. Uh, to be honest, mate, this is a type of race where you know I love to try and get dollar sixty, dollar seventy pops beaten, and this is the type of race from thinking, Well, it's a new, it's a new mm. stable. It's a get back horse. Things can go wrong, definitely, but. Jesus Christ! Like, what, how do you pick a second elect? Yeah. Like, what was your second elect? Scandolo? Just be, just purely on map. I had Kelvin leading, so yep. I thought Kelvin might be a better horse out in front. Um, but when I say second elect, I'm still nearly double figures with it. You know, um, my third elect was, and it's, it's it's clearly a bet at the moment. But I mean, I don't I don't want to tip it to anyone because it's not going to win. Like it's fire sale. Just because I, I really like the jockey. The sorry the. Um, the jockey change. I love Clint going on any um, horse at the moment. The way he's riding, he's finding lengths. But um, what I think they can do on fire sale here is show a bit of guts yeah. and not snag from seven. Look for that spot where Jade that Jade gave it a 10 out of 10 three starts ago when it tagged Native Chimes, and that form's great. Alien from Mars was fourth. It's, like, it's, it's almost like form. fire sale's lost its dash and has become more of a one batter, do you think? Yeah, like well, it, it's just jumping well yeah, enough. So yeah. I – 
Look, its last run was so so at Pinjarra. Got wide on a day you didn't want to be wide. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too it was bad like a run. You know, it, it hit the line alongside Zachariah Bow, who I think everyone would give some type of chance in this. Mm. Um, so yeah, look, purely on the price, BJ. I'm not taking a dollar sixty five premium choice. I do think it's the one to beat, and yeah, it's going to be extremely popular. It's going to be over bet though. I think for a horse that does get back, but um, yeah, fire sale each way, something small. Um, but I don't like myself for doing that. <laughs> Okay, I agree with with everything you said there, Terry. So if we're going to find good job, if, if we're going to find something to um, account for premium choice, you know, bad luck and all that. Uh, I thought Scandolo. I thought his form last prep for Luke Fernie against better horses stacks up. Has a win over Express Time and second to Kiora Star in the Fitzpatrick Plate. Got a few points for that second. Yeah, round. ran ran a nice race in that West Speed hundred twenty five thousand dollar West Speed race behind Sun Sun. Thought its form was all there. Um, does have to carry the 60.5, admittedly. Um, ran in a, a Mungrup as a 9.50 chance. I don't know how many of these would be 9.50 in a Mungrup. And the other horse that um, interests me is there was a bit of money around for point taken, first up from the inform Team Taylor Yard. The best of point taken would see her fight out the finish here. Definitely. Yeah, so, and she can be a bit in and out. So Bars go on, but last campaign her best run was when the bars were on for memory so so you obviously set back 28 days between runs but if they if the the, the team have this mare spot on then she can she can run a race uh she's 16 dollars at the moment so they're all going to be a price yeah. if you're taking on premium choice that's a thing so what can you, you're the you're a cowgully man what can you tell us about yo-yos coming to town? oh it's not much good <laughs> <laughs> it's not much good no it's not much good sorry luke i think luke owns that one does he um yeah no i look it won you can sell it one well in a class two but it beat a horse called city ransom and um yeah, you'd be a chance of beating home City Ransom, I think, BJ. So, look, just because it's that thin and it's a point of difference running, it can't be completely discounted. And I reckon a few people will probably have it in their numbers, but um, it's not much good. Okay. All right. It's not much good. <clears throat> All right. Let's take a break because it is semi final time. Oh, Mundaring Hotel Jockey versus Trainer Mastermind Tournament. Let's, uh, semi final number one. Can't wait. Let's go. Okay, it is now time for semi-final, BJ. Number one of the Jockeys vs. Trainers, Mundaring Hotel, WA Racing, Mastermind competition. Finally, the semis are here. The semis are here. It's semi-finals time. This is the business end of the tournament. It is the business end. Terry, uh, so first of all, the Mundaring, our tremendous sponsors. They've been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street. Mundaring, if you guys, if anyone of our listeners gets an opportunity, drop in. See the publican, Ian Butchie O'Connor. He's always up for a chat. Uh, say good day. Let him know you listen to the 1-1. One, one. Enjoy the sights and sounds up there at the Mundaring Hotel. So we've got a big semi-final. And these two have actually squared off in a grudge match. Not uh, in the distant past, Terry. We've got Jordan Turner versus Chris Parnham. Great mates, but uh, one of them will be going through to the tournament finale. Terry. Yes, no, I'm ex- uh, very excited to uh, – to, uh, I'm actually I'm actually tipping a little bit of an upset here. Really? Uh, here, BJ, I am. Yeah, I am. I think Jordan uh, sized him up. I think he knew he was going to come into him, uh, run into him in the tournament here. And, uh, yeah, I'm tipping a bit of an upset despite having Chris at about $1.50 in the all-in market for the, uh, <laughs> for the tournament at the moment. So Let's bring uh, him in, huh? Yeah, bring him in. All right. Jordy Turner, welcome back to the 1-1. Morning. Hey, boys. How you going? Good. So Terry's Terry's confidence levels are up for a bit of an upset here. What are your What are your thoughts pre uh, pre oh, mastermind? 
I think you just threw me in the shark tank. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm actually not as confident as, you know, what usual oh, there is, but um, I'll see what happens, see if I can pull something. You got the big scalp of LK Fernie in the uh, in the first round, so that that's got to build some confidence, surely. Big confidence booster. Yeah, a bit of an easy kill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. So Jordy's downplaying his chances, but one bloke that doesn't lack anything in confidence when it comes to the mastermind competition is Chris Barnum. Chris Barnum, welcome back. Yeah, thank you. Nice to be back on. Big weekend ahead for uh, for both Jordy. Jordy's got five rides. Chris has got a big book as well at Ascot. On sad day, Chris, of course, riding the uh, the current favourite in the Derby, Alaskan God. Um, before we get stuck into the the tournament, guys, Chris, um, looking forward to the weekend. Um, yeah, yeah, got some nice rides, and um, obviously got Alaskan God. So, yeah, looking forward to him. And Jordy. Uh, what uh, what about Son of Bacchus on Saturday? Uh, went oh so close last Saturday. Loomed like he was going to win. Can we get him over the line on Saturday? Uh, yeah, he's um, obviously uh, yeah, he ran well last week. Um, I think he's just a sort of horse. He's got his quirks, but um, if you time your run right, he can um, definitely win it. Yeah, I think he's not far away. Son of Bacchus. So, all right. So, the boys have got some good rides uh, at Ascot on WTC Derby Day. Uh, Geordie's riding Lautre as well in the, for Brett Pope in the Derby. So, good luck, fellas. But uh, let's get stuck into this quiz. Your names are your buzzers. You both know how to play. To be crowned this week's mastermind, you need to be the first contestant to answer three questions correctly. Is it back to me? Yeah, you're up. It's me, is it? Yeah, you're up. All right. Here we go. Jordan Turner, are you ready? Yep. Chris Parnham, are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Three, two, one. All right, boys. Well, I'll pre, I'll start this one by just saying I stumped BJ with this one, so we're going a little bit harder, saying it's the business end of the competition. So, who am I? I debuted in 2011 when running second in a lowly Kalgoorlie maiden ridden by Nadia Bishop. Despite one brief foray for a midweek race in town, I spent my first 13 starts racing in the gold fields where I notched up just the three victories. There was minimal indication of what was to come from there. I moved to a city yard for start number 14 when throwing together three Saturday victories before demolishing them by five lengths in the 2013 Geraldton Cup, ridden by Jordan's old man, Troy. Chris, pardon. Oh, who's that? Chris? Black Tycoon. Oh, oh, that's good. Very good. That's very good. BJ, BJ went for Spiritual Warrior. Yeah. Had him on toast. I was on the wrong leg. Uh, Chris rode him. Uh, Chris himself rode me six days later when victorious in an 80-plus race in town. I went on to win a Hyperion Stakes ridden by Troy Turner, a Tats Cup ridden by Douglas White, a Perth Cup ridden by Damien Oliver and ran second in the 2014 Adelaide Cup when again ridden by Oliver. The four trainers across my racing life were Ricky Brown, Trent Brown, Justin Warwick and I finished my career with Darren Weir over East. Who am I? Didn't Black, need all that. Black Tycoon. Black Tycoon. Chris Parnham is off the mark. Jeez, I thought I might have I might have gone a bit deeper there. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, little tick for me, a little pat in the back. I know you're that. Black Tycoon. So Chris right. won. Geordie yet to score. Okay. Question two. Team Williams dominant in the WATC derby recently. They've won nine of the last 11. William Pike has ridden eight of those. Who rode the other one? Chris. 
Jordan. Chris. Chris. Ben Nullum. Jesus Christ. I wouldn't have got that with 30 guesses. Unreal. That, that is correct. Bloody hell. Ben, <laughs> Mal- ben Mallum, Mystic Prince 2013. Have you got the list in front of you, Chris? No, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate. Come on. Girl, on a bit of, res- bit of respect. <laughs> bit of respect. This is, oh, dearie, man. That's very good. Uh, Chris Barnum, two. Geordie Turner, zero. Okay. Next question. Name the Steve Wolf train stayer. That Chris Nickel piloted to victory in last year's Narragin Jordan. Cup. Jordy. 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 Uh, was it um, so Schmidt? Oh, oh that's good get. I love that. That's, good get. That's a crack. I don't think it's won a race since. No, it hasn't. Got a million points <laughs> for that win. A little five-horse field. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Geordie Turner. Jeez, that took me about – BJ asked me that one before. It took me about two minutes to think of its name. Well done. Okay, 2-1. This is a cracking little – We're on here. We're yeah, on. This is a- okay. High class, isn't it? Yeah. A games coming out. Semi final. Exactly, exactly right. Exactly, yeah. Exactly right. Cream rises to the Would top. Would not want to be Mitch Pateman or Kate Whitman. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> All right. Okay, so name the last WATC Derby winner to go on and win a Perth Cup. Jordan. Jordy. Uh, it was. Oh, fuck. Hang There's one of Bob. Three, um, two, one. Have a guess. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, don't do this to us, buddy. Go on. <laughs> oh dear. Was that Yeah, we buzzed you. What are we going to do here? We're going to have to move on to the next question. Sorry, oh, Jordy. Sorry, Jordy. We ran out of time, but you gave away the answer. So, in, to be fair yeah. to both parties, we'll have to move on to the next question. The yeah. score remains Chris 2, Geordie 1, but uh, delicacy was the correct response. All right. <laughs> Gee whiz. Okay. Always controversy. Uh, there's always something happening here at the Mastermind. Okay. So, who rode sacks on, sacks off to win last year's Jericho Cup qualifier? Jordan. 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 Oh, oh Derek. It was Maddie there. He got the full name as well. I'll tell you what. Chrissy was standing up in the aisle and Chrissy was doing a little uh, the little Holly Watson with Jadavi there. I'm buying a photo there. I reckon I said my name first. Nah, nah, no, no, no. Clearly, Geordie. No, no. Clear, clear. Sometimes it is debatable. I'm, I'm very yeah, confident we'll that was Geordie. I reckon he got that. his whole name out for this. So. <laughs> shit. Two all. Here we go. Two all. Favourite on the ropes here. Yeah. Oh, this is, this is a right. good Here we go. All right. Name the last WATC Derby winner, Derby winner, that was not wearing the famous Cerise and White colours. Jordan. 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 It was Gunning. Oh! <laughs> wow, well, he's done it. The upset. You, you de- From 2 0 down. You, you declared it. I Terry. jumped off. I jumped <laughs> off when he was 2 0 down. <laughs> Jordan Turner, that is unbelievable. Two nil down on the ropes, on the canvas. Bang, bang, bang. Three, two, victory into the final of the Jockey versus Trainer Mastermind tournament. We're speechless. Jordy, what can you say? Uh, Yeah, I thought I was going to win it when Chris got that um, backside boom one night, but I was nice, but... um, Bit of luck. Uh, bit of bit luck. Of, bit of luck. Bit of luck. That's a quote of the year, isn't it? Just a bit of luck. 
Well done, mate. That is tremendous. Chris Parnham, any, any, can you add anything to the post-race discussion? Um, uh, well, I don't know. I'm going to have to listen to the tape tonight. <laughs> because, um... <laughs> right. You want to see the stewards finish? That's fair enough. Uh, no, just, just with the um, uh, sacks on sacks off question. Um, I reckon I said name first, but anyway, I'll uh, listen to it tonight. <laughs> well, we'll, uh, we'll, get, we'll get the uh, we'll get the stewards to uh, go over the footage, uh, will. to go over the audio. But uh, I tell you what, though, it's uh, it takes a it takes a fair performance to knock you off, Chris, because you've uh, I think most people are basically saying you've been unbeatable. So I think we need a we might even I, I'm thinking about this, BJ, using seeing if Chris wants to be the gatekeeper. Yeah. So if someone if people do get to four in a row, we get Chris on. As yeah. the uh, as the Vulcan, as the last man to stop him. So yeah, that's if something he, I was thinking about. Do it, but uh, but I tell you what, like that was an epic mastermind. Yeah. And uh, to to Geordie uh, just put the stick away, lifted himself, hands and heels, <laughs> throwing throwing the head down on the line, and he's got the chockies. Jordan Turner, that was a tremendous effort, mate. Congratulations, you are the mastermind. You are through to the final in a couple of weeks' time. You'll either be taking on, you'll be taking on the winner of Mitchell Pateman versus Kate Witten. So Jordan Turner has been a revelation on the mastermind and uh, it's a pleasure to have you guys on the show. Geordie's the winner. Chris, uh, game in defeat. Uh, thanks, guys. Much appreciated. Oh, thank you, boys. Thanks for that. Thanks, lads. How about that? I've actually thrown a little bit, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah I'm throwing. I, I asked Chris at one point, did he have the list in front of him? I yeah. wonder if um, Jordan had the list in front of him. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. Just the way that he was able just to work work through it and he, process it in his mind. Because Chris has gone bang and then Chris is – yeah, I mean, the, the, in saying that – the so schmick one, you can't have that in front of you. That's not something you can't. You but can't. Also, he missed. He lucked out on the. Nah, got buzzed out on I, buzzed out on delicacy. I gave him longer than I should have. Yeah, like you made yeah. the right call there. Yeah, uh, and you got to remember if he doesn't, if we, we hold the buzzer up, Chris probably gets delicacy yeah. and he wins it. So it's a real. It's just the. It was a sliding doors moment. Oh, it, it was. Like, yeah, it was. Wow, I'm 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 very surprised. I, I tipped Jordan, but that was more just a, as a confidence booster for Jordan. <laughs> I, I thought that uh, Chris was going to run away with it, and it looked that way. But geez, I, I reckon he would have been trading at twenty bucks at the. Uh, Two nil down. Thirty bucks. Two Forty nil, bucks. Two nil. So schmick. Who who would have thought that uh, the tournament turned on so schmick? The <laughs> last year's Narragin Cup. Incredible. It's been turned upside down. Jordan so, Turner. It was Chrissy Nickel, wasn't it? Chrissy Nickel. Yeah. yeah. Jordan replaces Chrissy Nickel on this this week's WATC Derby Mount Ride. Is that a? Oh, is that hang a on. Thing? Is that a, hang a on. little bit of a? Yeah. Here we go. I don't but, think so. But, but yeah, yeah, I'm very confident that that Geordie buzzed in first with Madison Derrick. The full, unless we didn't hear Chris's name, both no, of us. Pretty or? sure, pretty sure, pretty confident. What do we one. do? Like, what happens now if we go back to the footage and go, shit, Chris was first there. Well, last time we did that, we had to have a rematch. We, we did Riley and could be Ed, Lockie, could be let's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's. But anyway, yeah, let's that, cross that, that, that delicacy question is probably going to be a slightly controversial because it's there's a lot on the. There's a lot up for grabs here. Like, yeah. You know, oh, in plenty. The, within the room, within the ranks, within the industry itself. I'm surprised if Chris oh, – I don't think Chris will have much interest in riding Alaskan God in the Week, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> He'll uh, be too busy listening to the, yeah, listening to the yeah, replay. Hang on. Wait, wait. <laughs> Everyone wait for me. Just waiting for one runner in the gates. Yeah. Oh, very good. That was a tremendous uh, edition of the uh, Mastermind Tournament. Looking forward to semi-final number two, Mitchie Pateman versus Kate Witten. And then uh, whoever wins that – 
through to the final to take on Geordie Turner. So, Geordie, that $100 gift voucher, another one to the Mundaring Hotel uh, is in the post. Enjoy. Uh, let's get moving back with this Derby Day preview, Terry. Let's get into it. Okay, we're back. Race five, the Cool Ridge Handicap. Three-year-old, 1,200-metre contest. And Harmika on the quick backup after just failing to catch Medellon in a pretty sharp three-year-old contest last Saturday. And then we've got Featherweight on the comeback trail. Had some issues after a successful two-year-old campaign. Featherweight uh, has come along slowly for Dan Morton. Ran a nice race first up midweek and then was three-wide no cover the entire under a reasonable Wait for Brad Willow and one in um, quite stylish fashion, actually. Second Enter. up. Uh, comes to town, comes back to a Saturday, rather. Gets to 60 kgs, uh, but has to be uh, in the mix from gate one. Chrissy Parnham going on. And there's a few nice horses resuming, actually, that have uh, some talent and look genuine Saturday horses, but I wonder whether they're sharp enough to take it up to the likes of Harmika and Featherweight. They do look the two. Uh, what price Harmika at the moment, Terry? Dollar uh, eighty, dollar eighty-five <coughs> is what, best. Yeah. What were you thinking price-wise? Uh, I'm a dollar sixty, I think. Dollar yep. sixty-five type thing. I uh, quite like the wide gate. Um, I think just for some reason they've been letting this horse on occasion, like completely went out of neutral. There was no venom at all used out of the gates last start. Mm. Like, almost wanted to get well back from the inside barrier. It was just. I think that I think they were just expecting. Uh, yeah, you can still Diamond still Blue just, and Wuhan Warrior to be more aggressive. Yeah, early. you can still yeah. ride it to some degree, though, just to, to hold your spot. You don't need to just allow it to get that far back. It was very odd. Um, and they, they did that a couple of starts ago as well. So I think the, the awkward gate here, it sort of dictates what they have to do. And if you look at the two runs from the breeze, first up in a maiden, it beats um, Critical Altitude by e easily beat Critical Altitude. It made that form look pretty good in the coming weeks. Um, big gaps, the third, fourth, yeah. fifth, et cetera. Yeah. And then came out... Um, uh, then they rode it in neutral and let Metalon steal it, ran the quickest last two of the day, and then they've come out, sat outside other one son in a real um, ding-dong sort of battle. Out, and out in, yeah. yeah, so I think she's capable of doing it both ends. I like this outside gate. She should be able to go and land on the outside of my Marlena, I would say, BJ. And, um, yeah, look, unless something goes awry and something else kicks up, which is always a possibility or – Maybe uh, above the peg. Positive. I don't think it's got the same uh, the dash if, if yeah. they show proper intent with Harmika. But uh, above the peg is one I do think they'd like to ride closer to the speed. But um, yeah, look, I think if they find the breeze, I think she'll be uh, she'll be far too tough. I think she's a better horse than Featherweight, and she gets three kilos off them just the way their careers have gone and how they've picked up the points. If yeah. that makes sense, so yeah. that's always a really nice thing. But uh, Featherweight is is obviously the danger that win. While it was against not much whatsoever, uh, it was superb, and the money came um, and the yards flying. So so if there's a chink in the Harmika um, armour, featherweight's so undefined it. But it's, yeah, Harmika for me. And I reckon maybe we'll see some featherweight money. I'm hoping we'll see some featherweight money. We might see two bucks Harmika late, but that's what type of day it is. Yeah. Hope you're hoping for drifts on shorties. Looks that way. CJP going back on Harmika has been kind of – he has been keen to ride this for the quite positive. Um, the, the times that – oh, well, from eight – First up. And six of seven. From eight and then for six or seven, yeah. So uh, I imagine after last week they're just going to, on the quick back up, she's got – she's race hard and be positive from that draw. Like like what Terry said, probably lands outside my Marlena who led one midweek with Chris Parnham on last start and from there just going to control the race and probably going to have featherweight inside it, uh, um, leaders back featherweight. Mm -hmm. uh, and then featherweight's going to have to come – out and around or up inside up with 60, 60 yeah. kgs. I don't know if he can if he can out out sprint 
uh, Harmika under, under those conditions. Uh, so it does look a, re- a race really set up for the Adam Durant filly on the seven-day turnaround. Do like Featherweight as a horse. He's been through a lot, had some significant um, issues um, post his two-year-old health issues, post his two-year-old career where he ran fourth in a size. Um, and it's good to see that the stable and connections have this this promising horse back on track. That was a really good midweek win, as Terry mentioned. But other than that, there's a couple of horses resuming. Um, Green, Green and Shady from the Luke Fernie and the two from the Neville Parnham Yard, Success Play and War Gem. I think Success Play and War Gem are both proper Saturday three-year-olds. Success Play, last race in the WA Guineas and War Gem, last race in the Faretha Stakes. So Neville, then the stable thought them highly of, highly of them enough rather to compete at that level in the spring further maturity with time um the parliament yards really clicked into gear recently and i wouldn't be surprised to see war gem in the success play uh feature first up and then be um prominent in in um, 1400 meters 1600 meter races moving forward yep very much so they're the two uh yeah the two unknowns i suppose that have that scope to uh to press it to some degree but uh yeah how eager for me let's get some two bucks late two bucks late two bucks late bit a bit of money for featherweight bet for exchange yeah okay just gonna pretend that's gonna happen <laughs> just gonna hope <laughs> anyway bj race number six the first leg of the quadrilla one of the more interesting races of the day the crown perth handicap over the 1400 meters mm-hmm. a 78 plus event god has chosen a lot of people i mean earlier this year are talking about where he's going to go, what he's going to do. Um, railway Stakes looks a and look and a fair enough too. It looked a well, it looked a logical path the way he was progressing well, through was the grades. The, that was the quote, wasn't it, after his last win? Yep. Yeah, yeah it was. Put him away because he's a Railway Stakes horse. He's a Railway Stakes horse. Came back trialed last Monday, not the one just gone, and ran uh, – it was poor, actually. It was really poor in that trial behind Labor Road. It was gone a long way from home. Came out uh, again on Monday, so seven days later. Um, went back in the trial. Was under sufferance pre t- pre-turn. And I think the last 50, 60 metres that trial picked up and, and was travelling pretty well. But – and I know it was Cup Night next to him, but Cup Night was under a hold. So that's still you've got to say the trials were underwhelming and a, a little bit, a little bit concerning. So to then race, so to go Monday trial, Monday trial, and then race on the Saturday. That's three appearances at the track in the space of I'd say twelve days. It's a for your potential star stable of the star of the stable. It's a it's different. It's a really odd setup. Yeah, um, like I think. If the trials were good and, and you liked how it was coming into this, it'd probably go around at a dollar seventy mm. type thing, and that'd be fair enough because it's a really nice speed map for him too. But um, yeah, I, I don't know, BJ. What did, what did you make of the What did you make of the trials? You diving in at two twenty? Look, I first up last preparation at Northern, I was like, this thing's just a just a moral. Its trial was its lead up trial got back and it just savaged the line um, behind alluring. I watched that. Was it alluring? Yep. Was that the horse that won yeah. that trial? Yeah, really, but there was, really frank to the form, didn't there, it? <laughs> there were, but there was something else in that trial that it went to the line as well as something with real big closing speed, yeah. one, of, one of Simon Miller's, I forget its name. Anyway, and I was like, oh, it'll go to Northern and just win anyway. Ran into spot of bother. Spot of bother. And, I've, erased, uh, <laughs> I've erased that for my memory. <laughs> Should have won, but didn't. Anyway, so I was just <laughs> like, and I just, just, yeah, I was all over all last prep as a lot of people were because the talent's there. However, those trials have got me got me and the, just the scrambled nature of the preparation have got me th- wondering whether God has chosen can can resume against a race fit in form comes a time tough bugger like son of Bacchus like if if there's a, if there's going to be a ch- feels like if, if God has chosen if there's going to be a chink in his armor it's got to be this first up assignment doesn't it um, oh, has he 
yeah, it's not just that. I mean, he says he doesn't. He didn't look like he wanted to be there all that much, you know. So why I don't understand what's going on. Is, is it? Is I'm it, just, just. Is it a big possibility he's withdrawn? He comes out and you, you you take the three bucks comes the time and you end up with oh I see what you're saying yeah and you end up with probably a dollar ninety or something. I'm just trying to work out what the rush is to get him back to the races. There is like, I is went it, through the program. There's, no, just, there's nothing coming up. I'm just there's bringing not, bring the program up. up here. Like no, nah, I've gone through it. It's it's almost like they've they've picked out a pathway yep. that they want to hit. Um, You'd always want to resume at the twelve hundred too. I, I understand there's not. What's his races. rating? Eighty one. So you got seventy two plus. He can as well. still run in. Yeah. Yeah. There's 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 enough options there. Um, even instead of the trial on Monday, you could have gone to the thousand meters against uh, Horse Lake Romantia, but they maybe just want to look at more winnable races because that probably would have been tough. But uh, there must be something in mind for them to this, or maybe it's a. Would they be going anywhere with him? Would they be taking him somewhere? Over raced. Well, he's obviously got the satellite stable. He might, in, in maybe Melbourne. maybe this is a prep run before he jumps yeah, on a float right. or a plane and I'm goes sure it's to Melbourne. Trials are enough then. I'm not sure. But it just feels like there's a plan. It feels mm-hmm. like there's there's something in place for him to be so so um, scrammed, uh, scrammed, so crammed. The two trials in the race, all in that twelve day period. It just and it doesn't it doesn't feel like a a real um, move that you would use with a. Potential uh, group one horse. Yeah, so, exactly right. Um, I don't know. I think there's more to play out here. Maybe you're right. Maybe maybe there is a bit of a there is a possibility that he that he comes out. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm having a bet before, and that's for sure. Because, we're, we're, uh, all, we're all guessing here. Just just very the whole setup's very odd. Yeah, hundred yeah. uh, percent. Comes a time. Yes, yeah, one I probably want to be on. So I think they can lead. I think they will lead for sure. Star Alliance should go the breeze. Got us chosen the back of comes a time, and in the one one it would be Sentimental Queen. Uh, this race is at a mile. I tip Sentimental Queen actually. Mm. Uh, I thought that was a. She's just a far better horse at the sixteen hundred, even the fourteen hundred. But I don't like the twenty one hundred down to the mile, down to the fourteen hundred. Um, that's just the only worry for her. But she can win it. I mean, I'm five dollars eighty Sentimental Queen. I think she's seven eight. Dollars around the trap, so she's she's slightly over my price. I'm again, I'm not going to have a bet here, um, but comes the time, I was three thirty. I thought I thought I'd see a backable price. We got us chosen, and, mm. and a few of these others, but I'm not going to see that. But to be honest, so BJ, at the moment it's about two fifty, two sixty each to two. Well, that's no, nah, that's just Brad. I think everyone is else is yeah. Everyone, it, a lot of the markets aren't up yet, so that this could change. But um, yeah, I'm more looking at two thirty versus two ninety. Comes the time, Ooh. so she's no, you're right. You're right. Yep. So if 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 she does, he sorry, if he does come out, got us chosen. Um, those deductions will be absolutely massive. It comes the time price will drop down to sub two bucks, which obviously is probably not something we'd be overly keen on. So, um, yeah, look, fascinating uh, watch here, BJ. I am daylight the rest, though, in, in the market. Absolutely daylight. What about Bacchus and um, backup? I think I was nearly 100 to 1. What was I? Son of Bacchus? No, it was $44. Can't have it coming from last. This is just a map race. Like, comes the time's going so well. God's a chose has its back. Sentimental Queen has the one one. Star Align will take you a fair way into the race. Like, what about for um, me? It's just you don't win. Watch me dance can't come past and, and get those. I still don't know how genuine it is later at this stage of its career with the points it's picked up. Um, Floyd's gonna have to come from the behind him. Son of Backers is gonna have to come from behind him. I just can't have those so, horses so getting who, past those four. Who have you got leaders back? God. Holding leaders back? I think so. Okay. I think so. I think they'll pop it out, and I don't think they'll go that quick here. I think Chrissy will control it with comes the time. They'll probably go slower than than bench to the turn. Mm. Um, I thought I thought they might be a bit aggressive, putting Holly on Star Line and just sort of work around them to take up the running, maybe potentially. I, they'll definitely. I've got it in the breeze. I don't, but, yeah, um, I don't necessarily think comes the time will want to lead, but he'll he might just oh, be there by they, default. Oh, I, they said this is. 
this if they don't look at this map and go, this is we're leading, you've got to take some. This is exactly what I'm talking about before. If you just take a sit in a slow tempo, you're just handing it to horses like Sentimental Queen who might be able to sprint harder than you. Or Goddess Chosen who might be able to sprint harder. Watch me dance. Mm. Comes a time, go forward and lead at a controlled tempo and, and ramp it up. And Chris is really good at ramping it up at yeah. the right time. Yeah, I, I don't see when you've breezed the last two and you're the race fit horse, why you'd possibly want to sit in a slow tempo. To me, that just seems completely wild type no, stuff. What, so. I, what I'm saying is if Starline comes around to put pressure on, you yeah. have to Starline isn't the quickest beginning you got to yeah. run, so it takes a fair while. So if Chris, as long as Chris isn't going pedestrianly slow, yeah. um, he, he should be able to lead and control. And, and I guess by that stage of the day, you can see how the track's playing. And, and by this stage, we might have a day where the fence and leading is great and he might be happy to skipping him along out in front, not not even going at a controlled tempo, but going a little bit quickly and trying to break a couple of their hearts who, who are perhaps not as fit and as happy as he is. So, um, yeah, look, comes the time's the one I want to be on, but it's it's not he's not at my price just yet. I'm hoping we see it, BJ, but very interesting race. Interesting race, yeah. It's funny. I've got comes the time. I want to back him. I've got him 330 and I've got Watch Me Dance 21, Star Align 21, Son of Bacchus 4. So I've got these prices, big prices, and he's price still not at my price. price I've got, got his chosen 280, but I don't – I think I could have easily leveled them up and had them the same price. And it's funny, like – I, I, if God has chosen the big drifter out to three eighty four bucks or something, I don't necessarily think I'll follow that because <laughs> yeah. it's always different. It, that mm. usually I'd say follow the drift and forget about that, but this is probably a different kettle of fish. So, um, be interesting one to talk to Mister Ansonis if he's in the yard and having a look at God has chosen because uh, he's probably the the man that gives us the most information. It's a good Nat Francis race. Mm. It's a good Toby Dunn race. Mm. So. What price, what price did you have Sentimental Queen, sorry? 580. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's. Yep. So I've just got the three of them, then Daylight. Okay. Interesting race, I mean. To, it is. to be honest, it's a good race not to bet in. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's a good race not to bet in, but uh, try and tell me that at 3.30 on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Whole time. Bet for yeah. exchange. Even then. Yeah. What time is it? 3.15, yeah. Try telling me at three, 10 past 3. Terry, you, you said you weren't going to bet here, Terry. Yeah. Piss off, Terry, from Thursday. <laughs> little monologue. Good, good to see one of your old faithfuls uh, back at the track. Double digit. Double digit. Yeah. No, really excited about double digits return. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there he uh, Maybe he'll I'll just throw a bit of a fly on the ointments, put Jet on just a circle and try and uh, <laughs> be a nuisance. And then, you know who it sets it up for? Your horses like your son of Bacchus's and stuff. So, yeah. yeah, now, look, I've attacked this race with a real specific race shape in mind, and that can be – I often do that to my detriment, to, in all fairness, Peter. Mm. So I wouldn't be afraid to, to back some of the ones I've really badly knocked if you get an indication that one of those other ones could go forward and could make the map look different. But, um, yeah, to me, it's a real – lines and maps type of speed yeah. map sort of thing. Yeah. I just can't see those four out in front, three taking my star line, um, getting past one, one of the others, getting past all three of them. Okay. That's just the way I got it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm For mine, if, if God has chosen is anywhere near the level that he was at when he finished his preparation last time, I think he'll win. However, those two trials and the, the preparation thus far has to throw a few – question marks over his chances first up on Saturday. So that being the case, comes a time, red hot form, race fit, quick backup, uh, top jock on board. Uh, just, yeah, like you, you'd have to side. If you're, if you're flipping a coin, you'd have to side with comes a time just on that. But I actually think that God has chosen is the – is the the high ceiling horse, but um, it just depends on what God has chosen um, shows up on Saturday. Yeah, that's a million-dollar question. Unfortunately, we can't bet after the race, and we, <laughs> we know that aspect. Uh, 2,400 metres of Jericho Cup qualifier over the journey. Long run to the first turn, BJ. We're going uh, to scratch him? Well, do we? Hold on. 
we do have a scratching, could be nah, just a toppy. Oh, he's a Parker. Sorry, that is a scratching. Yeah, that is a scratching of note. So he, Zaparka, comes out. Mm. Um, he was a player in the race. Yeah, he's probably next got him going good again. Yeah, actually. probably wasn't the way I was going. Um, definitely can't win now. Happy to make him my lay of the day. I'll give you sixteen dollars <laughs> about him, seventeen dollars about him if you want, Todd. But um, <laughs> but BJ, uh, I think Chakalaka will be popular here, but I think um. I think that this is a different race yeah. to last start. So first of all, with Chuck Alark, you know his last two victories have been leading the whole way. Uh, the last one was over east. Um, yeah, the money came. It's almost like they knew they were gonna, he was going to jump midweek, and he uh, he did. And he it was a, just a dominant win. Like if you take Float Our Boat out of this race, what's Chuck Alark now? Four forty or something. Yeah. So Float Our Boat comes out, I'd probably take three fifty Chuck Alark. Like no worries, like, off we go. But a Probably breezing, you'd say, for 2,400 metres. And B, a horse that misses a kick regularly, it might have to do some work to get to the breeze. Um, yeah, a few few question marks there for Chuckaluck for me. It's a, it's all about price in that sense. I'm still, I still think he, he deserves favouritism on the strength of that yeah. win. But I just, I'm not as enthused about being on when you've got another horse who will be leading the race. And it almost makes more sense with the fact that Chuck, like Mrs. Kicks, might have to work to get there, that Float Our Boat can can be in front. And Float Our Boat can just about nick this, mm. to be honest with you. The little claim, I don't mind the claim um, with Vic going on. So to she, is she taking it down to 51, Vic? Did she? Ah, uh, yep. yes. She, she can ride 51. Yeah, she can claim okay. the entirety. So she's yep. down to 51. Um, yeah, all the form. It, it all it all does make sense. I mean, the run against Off We Go last start was uh, it was full of merit. I thought the run of Off We Go was huge as mm. well with the weight to, to get there on, on that tempo. Um, Top weight in the Jilton Cup. Yes, exactly right. But, uh, yeah, look, it's an interesting race. I think the two leaders will take you a long way into it. So I was looking for a horse that was going to park just on them. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't find the right one. Like, I think – Frequent fries ready to win a race. Like it's going really, really, really well, but this is too hard. Um, Black Chips is probably the one, BJ. I think from barrier 12, I hope they show some intent yeah. and put it in the same spot it ran third last start. I think they went too – She just Lucy took a little bit too long to get rolling on a horse on a slow tempo, as I said before, and they, they were just too bunched. I think if they go hard and go really, really hard, and you look back at uh, his win against – he's a lucky lad, and he's second against come right back. They were two races. They went hard, and he sustained runs because that's what he does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a proper star. Yeah. Uh, Black Chips might even be able to out-begin uh, Chuckaluck as well. Yeah, 100%. You know? But there isn't many mid-tier horses. Like I, I do the speed maps in chunks, and I've mm. got Float Our Boat Chuckaluck. Yep. It's first two. Then I've got four listed next. That's Melarab, who, again, isn't beginning all that quickly. We wanted to lead last start, and Lucy just couldn't. The horse just wouldn't go quick enough. There was a bit of unexpected pressure too. Odd tactics, Magic for a horse that just <laughs> let down so nicely. Very odd. I'll be following next start because surely they don't. Try the same thing again. Actually, um, I didn't think Melrose was too bad, actually. No, Melrose went fine. It's yeah. just, again, that, the, the statistic we pulled out last week about its record leading, some horses are just better without, yeah. you know, just being able to run and, and chop. So if Melrose was the only leader in this, I'd probably go again, to be honest, but mm-hmm. it's not going to lead, so I'm not going to consider it until I find a race that can lead. Uh, Frequent Fryer, Melrose, Black Chips and Outback Jack, they're the only ones I reckon that can park in that spot. Outback Jack's drawn wide coming off a setback, so maybe they'll look to be a little bit more circumspect from the wide gate. I'm not not sure what the plan will be. Frequent Fry will get a spot. Melorab's not that quick early, so just about the 1-1 uh, might be on offer. Big long run into the first straight, so there is time to find a gap. I think you got about four, chips, 400 metres. Yeah, yeah, Black yeah, Chips. That's what I've, so, I've got it, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think black chips will be overly popular in betting um, as a, a nine-year-old smaller trainer, whitish draw. So even those eight, nine dollars available now, I think we'll see better. And look, I'll probably have something each way. Uh, black chips, BJ. Oh, it's into seven fifty. That's been some support. 
But yeah, I'll wait for the uh, the fairest of bet. And um, oh, that's just because of the scratching. Yeah, just talking to myself. Um, yeah, maybe black chips, but I don't know. just a horse that can park. You know what I mean? Just yeah. one that can park up right on them. Um, and I, without reasons, the other one, I just don't think it's good enough. Tina Kudu? Yeah, Tina Kudu is. Yeah, it's capable, but I mean, it's Tina Kudu is just it's pretty good horse. It's but good horse, yeah. It's not a great horse. Though. It's just a good. Horse. It's just like it's just reasonable. You know, had really no reason not to win last start. It's another month between runs, which I don't like. Um, it's it, going to be a long yeah. way. It's going to be a long way back when you got two. Oh, the way I've seen again, I, I love the map of this race, like the previous one. There's two strong leaders. They're going to take the horses on their back right into it. Yeah, yeah. So anything coming from the rearward is going to find it difficult because those get, horses gonna are gonna so, and they're going to get stretched. Exactly yeah. right. It's going to be such a nice card up for those ones. I just, I just couldn't find the, that horse on its back, but I think it might be black chips. Black chips. Yeah. That's that's how I've attacked this race. So I'm I'm sort of eight dollars Tina Kutu, sixty kilos barrier 11, 2400. It's a bit of an ask. You know, so mm. I think just naturally these horses with the the silks and the names that they, they just come up a little bit shorter than they they should do at times. But in saying that, I've knocked off. We go at its last three, and it's killed me every time. Mm. So don't listen to me. Yeah, yeah. The the way that Chuck like won last start was just like well, when when you saw it in the fields, like well, your eyes just lit up. This is just going to win again. Float our boat being in the field. Brad Parnham off float our boat uh, onto Chuck Luck. Mm. Um, who, sticking with Chuckaluck rather, and that is the race, isn't it? Float our boat, Chuckaluck uh, leader, outside leader, and how that all forms out, all falls out. Um, I, think, out I think he might. If Float our boat, if Vic goes real hard and puts say three on him by the first turn, tuck in. I think he might tuck in. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which could then leave black chips out in the breeze. Yeah. Or outback Jack in the breeze. Yeah. It's, it's or no breeze. This could be no breeze. All right. You're right. The the those horses in that sort of third fourth fifth sixth seventh sort of bracket they're just going to if they're good enough they're going to get their chance aren't they so yeah it's just a matter of pinpointing which one you want to you want to find um could get ugly it could yeah very ugly yeah and actually the he's a he's a parker's interesting scratching because it he probably would have Toad almost him. been into yeah might have almost been in a, a spot to win so um shout out to the lads horse sorry bj um, so bit spot yeah, to mm. John O'Pint and and, and T uh, T L Murray. Yeah. Um, I think that they've. It's not often you say this is about Adam Durant uh, and his placement of his stays. So I think he's missed a trick a little bit placing. His, it's three of its last four starts have been over nineteen hundred meters at Albany. I don't think it's like a nineteen hundred meter horse. If you watch its final hundred every start, it's always coming hard and it's found slowly run races and it's found bad luck. Mm. And look, this is harder. Don't get me wrong, but if there's one horse in this race, it's going to be suited by the step to twenty four hundred more than the others. Um, I'd suggest it's going to be Soviet Spy. So. Again, maybe it's just a slow horse and that's that's as quick as it goes, but I think it's a really nice ride for Jordan Turner. I love the good gate, BJ, because it allows it allows them to follow sort of that third, yeah. hopefully be third pair in line. Again, the strong leaders, I don't think this is a, a day you want to be drawn wide, race you want to be drawn wide. I think you actually want to be drawn well, and I think that can suck them right into the race. And if Jordan Turner, I think that the biggest instruction they can give Jordan is just getting to clear air as early as possible and hit hard. Just get stuck in and just ask for its effort as early as possible. And um, yeah, it's definitely got the capabilities of winning this race. So one you've got to have in your quadrillas, BJ. Agree. Good luck, lads. All right. Race eight, the big one for the day. It's the Schweppes WATC Derby Group Two, 
2,400 metres, 400,000. For the three-year-olds, set weight conditions, tricks of the trade, Alaskan God, Daylight. Is that how you see this race, Terry? I don't think Daylight because it wasn't Daylight in the Mel Vista, mm-hmm. um, but I can't see any of them turning the tables. Um, if, if you had to pick one to turn the table, the way you look at it, the way I look at it would be that the Phillies are just so far inferior, so I can't consider Lady Chant. You know, I'd have Lady Chant. Million to one, which probably gives it a chance. Um, Henshard not suited leading, but then you go, well, hang on, Henshard should have beaten home uh, outspoken ladder last start because yeah. they had similar runs. So, But perhaps just with some cover. Hen- Henshard's the one. If you go back to that race uh, in the JC Roberts over the 1800, that fence wasn't as good at that period of time. Had to sprint once. By the time it got out, Tricks of the Trade was already past it. So Henshard's probably, and you won't say this about Adam Durant stayers very often, but if there's going to be a blowout for me, it's probably got to be. Henshaw, but I don't think there'll be a blowout, BJ. Okay. So out, outspoken lad was was pretty tough in the Mel Vista, wasn't he? Very Worked tough, forward, yeah. outside leader, yep. boxed on, into third, was only beaten the 1.6 lengths. I'd love to see him let it go. Yeah. Like, just try and try and break some hearts. Have you got a leading? Yeah, they've got, got, a, they've got, got a roll forward. Yeah, outspoken lad will roll forward. I think from the sticky gate, I'd love to see aggression on him. He's seeing. Yeah. I think if, you, if, if you're going to win the race on him, he's seeing it's going forward and trying to. Um, yeah, I'd almost instruct Peter to get going at the 1,000, 1,200. I like just, I don't know. It looks tough, him, mm. you see. When Harvey rode at that particular start, um, when Tricks the Trade took the entirety of the straight to get there. Um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise I mean, Black Fantasy can be ridden a lot closer, yeah. but when Alaskan and, because he'd had the same train as Alaskan and Tricks the Trade, and they couldn't, just couldn't go with him. Couldn't yeah. go with him, no. Yeah. So I thought I thought a really nice run in that race was Desengo. I think it either peaked on the run or the rail wasn't the best spot to be that day, but loomed nicely into it. So look for Lucy to get rolling a little bit earlier on Desengo. It can run a better race than at 70 to 1. Let's deal. It's going to go around 100 to 1. Um, he ran the third quickest last two of that race. Uh, I just think it's a bit immature and probably not up to these at this point in time. Um, Northeast Eagle, it's got some regal breeding, mm. but uh, it's going to need every bit of that regal breeding to probably win the race. But uh, nah, looks like a two horse race. Power Rider? No. Nah. I thought Joey gave it a 10 out of 10 last start. Now it draws the widest. So can't see how we can possibly go down that path. Turn the tables. Yeah. Okay. So. From a map point of view, where where would you where do you have Alaskan God versus oh, Tricks of the Trade in running? I think they're basically drawn as they did last start. Yeah. So I don't think it's a huge amount different. It depends how many. Surprise I don't think they're going to be. I don't think they're going to be. They're gonna, not going to be far away from each other. I don't think. No, not at yeah. all. No, not at they all. They could almost be following each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. The the three kilo swing is usually. I'd usually just say, well, that's going to be Tricks of the Trade for me. You know, that that'll be the way I, I rock and roll because uh, it is. Yeah, three kilos, especially over the 2,400, that's telling. That's it's quite a lot. But I, I am also – I'm happy to, to bet and punt and price markets on feel and timing of campaigns. And I really do have a lot of trust in the Danny Morton, Chris Parnham combination, fifth up on a planned sort of schedule. I know tricks of the trade. This is always the plan this week. We're at the Derby the whole way through, but it's been a long campaign at its peak. And, and it hasn't shown signs of training off. So Such I don't know a good why, horse. why I should predict it now. But Such um, a good horse, yeah. yeah, it's sometimes you have to just use your uh, your feel. And the feel is Alaskan God, even with the, the weight swing, um, can get the many futures punters that are uh, have loaded in throughout yeah. the journey um, to get the job done. But uh, for those looking to finish their bets, I wouldn't be diving in at the 2.30 now. I suspect bet fair late will be your best price because tricks of the trade with that weight swing, the money that keeps coming all campaign, reckon it's a big chance of starting favourite tricks of the trade. So just hold fire and I reckon you might see some high twos, BJ. 
with Alaskan God. Okay. That's what I'm hoping for at least. Yeah, yeah. So the the money was strong for Tricks of the Trade last start, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, I started favourite. So what, what were the, what were the flux? Uh Five to three, I think. Five to three, three ten. Alaskan God might be favourite. Officially 360, 280, 310. Yeah, I think uh, it was $5 during the week. Alaskan God was... 273.50, 280. That were the official. I think it hit w- over four dollars on Betfair for a period of time too. Yeah, which is yeah. quite amazing. Interesting. Yeah. So, really good. Two really good three-year-old males here. Um, Tricks of the trade has done nothing wrong throughout its whole career. That Mel Vista run was super. Come from last and just just destroyed the, the line. Which is a funny. Was it a real test of 2200 though? That was this, that, this probably won't this be probably, either. This probably won't be either, will it? I can't see this being running, want, running, being run any differently unless unless they roll something rolls. Well, yeah. the, and there's the possibility because because maybe Clint Johnson Porter just went too slow on hand charge. You've got to maybe take that, a, maybe that was the problem. You got to take a a leap um, a leap a leaf from the book of a, a lunar impact type thing and say, look, we're going around at a big price. Do we just want to go back and try and run on into seventh? Or do we want to, yeah, just send out an instruction early on, on a horse you think will stay the journey and say we're going to try and um, – see that there was a, an announcement at Barker or Albany in the last week or so I'd saw there's too much racing, it all blurs in mind for me. Meteor Light, just did you read the instruction? No. We are going uh, – in, intention is to oh, – I haven't got it in front of me – to lead by a margin. I loved it. <laughs> Oh, well, that's cracking. That's I don't think really, it did really lead good. by margin. No, it didn't. It didn't. Couldn't no. get to it the front. No. It didn't. It was so, gone on the turn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it actually boxed on real nicely. Um, yeah. So, I, I yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'd throw – something's going to throw some caution well, to the wind. There's you, some options. Well, I think was, was, tricks of the, was Tricks of the Trade able to do what he did by the fact that it was a – Slower run race. Slower run yeah, race. He did no, no work at the back of the field. Had a full tank of fuel to let rip late. I wonder if they're – the challengers outside of the, Challenger. the, the two fave challenger. Are you already <laughs> uh, so outspoken lad? If they were, if they were gladiators, what would they do, Terry? I think you're right, Terry. I think something, someone has to show, um, has to throw caution to the wind here and have a go. Yeah. Put inject some, turn it into a grind, and let's see what Alaskan God and Tricks of the Trade can do um, when they've got to encounter a really solidly run mile and a half. If I was if I was the owner of Himi Singh, I would be saying try and lead by five, try and lead by a lot. What did I say? Try and lead by, by a, a considerable margin. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, as I said, that that run behind Tricks Trust is only over the mile, and don't, yeah. get, don't get me wrong, if they do do that, big chance they've gone on the turn yeah. and last. But it's, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure this is last run for the prep anyway. So yeah, there you go. You're you're part of the Wolf Yard. Maybe the stable mate. Let's Put steel, That steel might go forward. No, nah, it doesn't have the speed. Mm. Does just doesn't have the speed. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think the the Pierce brothers will be sitting around. Um, oh, they're, they're both they're with, both of their runners competitive. If they yeah. can run a place in a group two derby, which if they ride them both normally they can. So I don't think they will. Does that make sense? Okay, but but they might want to. <clears throat> they might think they have some proper stayers who can make life interesting for the faves if they mm-hmm. if it's a test if it's a testing mile. Yeah, and a half. I think if it's a test, it's. We all think that Alaskan God's the yeah. proper stay or yeah. if it's a test, you think it's only going to work in Alaskan God's if favor in that sense. So something's got to nick it. Mm. Something's got to something's got to put the old balaclava on and uh, creep in through the open window and nick it. Mm. I wonder if so. So is there a mid race move? Is there a Paddy well, Carberry power, power rider with the comp- potentially? Yeah, just T- tell nothing about that last start. Northeast Eagle. Um, Northeast Eagle. I could do. <laughs> Yeah, look, I uh, I wanted to find something to beat the pair of them and come in here all guns are blazing, but I- I wonder I if they, Geordie Jenner might go forward on Lautre. 
Lottery? Yeah, could do. They they showed a bit of gate speed at um, the runs in February. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. don't know. Mm. Alaskan God for me. Late Alaskan price. God. Yep. Alaskan God, late price. Um, Jesus is yeah. a beautiful horse. The way that he sort of just ambled up to them and when Chrissy asked him for something, it was just there mm-hmm. uh, and just bang, like fourth fastest last 200 of the day. Uh, at the end of 2200, I know that Tricks of the Trader was obviously faster late. But um, held it. I still thought Alaskan God held Tricks of yeah. the Trader well last yeah. 50. But. Yeah, you put Tricks of Trade in the back of us and got real interesting. I'm mm. definitely not knocking Tricks of Trade anyway. No. I've done enough of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we all have. So, but yeah, Alaskan God just has a sense of timing, doesn't he? The preparation's worked out perfectly. Luck in running, flow, uh, uninterrupted. Um, I think he's going to, I think he's just going to be too powerful late for him. And uh, hopefully if he can, if the guru is right with that Betfair sort of Exchange price and um, yeah, no one needs to, to, no one, no one's left needs to back him anymore. Everyone's no. in the, in the yeah, futures, aren't they? Yeah, everyone's bloody up there. And I've still got to have something more on, but yeah, hopefully. All right, Hi WTC Derby. Looking forward to this one. That's the the big one on Saturday. And uh, gee, I tell you what, if Cole Webster can get this horse from that twelve hundred meter Saturday race where it just flogged him. The 1200? It's 1200. Yeah. To go through all the way through from the Breeders Challenge, Piper, Roberts, Melvista, all the way through to winning a Derby. Like, it's just an incredible training performance yeah, I wrote from, my, an old, from an old master, really. I wrote my preview this morning, nearly wrote the exact same thing. Just <laughs> wild stuff from uh, from Colin Webster, yeah. who's just been a marvel. A marvel. Just a, a leading ascot based trainer for decades and decades and decades. So, uh, hats off to the team to get this horse thus far for it to be so competitive. If it pulls off a win, it's almost the greatest training performance in an illustrious career from the great man, Colin Webster. So, WATC Derby, very much looking forward to it. But something else we're looking forward to, Guru, is get out steaks, S T E A K S. Get out steaks. Deliciousness. Is that quick? Yeah, very good. Um, so the extremely popular Get Out Steaks is brought to you by Market City Meats, largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at the Cannonvale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt, part owner of Featherweight. Good luck, Timmy. Timmy and his mob, they're on a tight ship out there at Market City Meats. Um, make sure you uh, drop in. Say hello to Timmy and his team. They'll roll out the red carpet for you there at Market City Meats. Now, last week, Terence was a $100 carryover jackpot get-out stakes. And who saluted? Guru. The guru, Benny Armstrong. He's a freak. Absolute freak. Oh, he's just posted. This is this is good podcast. He's just posted on uh, on our Twitter feed, actually, his big collect that he got from uh, – Oh, he's done it right, hasn't he? Market City Meets. Theory, man. He's crushed it. Benny Armstrong. Um, so that's, that, that's Thursday sorted. So that is yeah, that is his fifth get out stakes victory. How's right. the leaderboard coming along? So it's, it was a long time ago, but Sean Nichols was he was the Tiger Woods oh, early, wasn't he? Yeah, he just so I, I don't know whether title. I don't know whether he won four or five. And he went full Ash Barty and retired. Yeah, <laughs> he had many years left in him. I reckon he did. Many, many more slams to win. But uh, I think he got to be a bit embarrassed by all the uh, all the hoo ha. It was too easy. Yeah. Just um, had to uh, had to take a step back out of the limelight for a while to Sean Nichols. But I'm positive Benny's got him covered now. But there's like we're gonna have to do that. I said on Twitter we're gonna have to put that leaderboard together yep. for the get out stakes on a board. But Benny five wins. Nothing to be sneezed at, and as we mentioned earlier in the show, it's just a huge day all round for 
the guru, Benny Armstrong, because obviously claimed to get out stakes, Jack carry over jackpot, as well as uh, part owner of Bruce Almighty, who won the Grandstand Cup last Saturday as well. Congratulations, Benny. Enjoy that feed. Looks amazing. Um, okay, so do we enter this week's get out stakes, race nine at Ascot on WTC Derby Day? Send us a tweet at the 1-1 pod. Let us know who you think will win the get out stakes and a decimal winning margin. Two decimal places are preferred as always. And don't forget the Sam White rule. First in, best dressed. First in, best dressed. All right. The Furphy Handicap. Furphy Handicap. 66 plus over the mile. Mm, looks to be a fair bit of speed in this one, BJ. Uh, so. one, of the, one of the speed horses has been withdrawn as well. Number nine, Scooter's Machine, is out. Well, fuck me. You were going to tip that, weren't you? No, definitely wasn't <laughs> going to tip it, but it changes the race dramatically. Very good. All right, well, let's do it on the fly then. So what? So what's the map looking like now? Special view leading? Yeah, I'll Misty, special Misty view lead. outside lead? Misty lead outside lead, yeah. Big butter boom will push forward and might lead up a three-wide line. That was a thought process. Mm. But Scooter's Machine is a major player because they're only going to go forward at the mile from the widest gate. So it was going to be a race. It was completely and utterly set up for those um, coming from the back. Uh, I still think it will be because I don't think Special View is going all that well. And I don't think Misty Ladd probably has a class to breeze and win a race of this nature just yet. Mm -hmm. um, big butter boom, as I said, I, from the, the money's come hard this morning. Well, mm. clearly because they've tipped it online. If they're tipping them online, they're backing them. No names. Um, they're being backed off the map. But, uh, yeah, I think that um, – I think Big Butter Boom, while he can mix his form, and this is definitely in his wheelhouse in races he can win. It's just a hard setup with mm. 60 kilos from Barry to 12 for Jordan. That's a, a really tough ride. So I'm happy to take on Big Butter Boom, BJ, potentially leading up a three-wide line. But, uh, yeah, I think the winner, the winner – um, will probably come from uh, one of Lord Help Me Run, Tiff has spoken, Holy Ghost or Trade War. But are you giving Trade War any more chances or I is mean, it out? I just think you have to. Couldn't get past Denim Pack last night. Had its back and it looked, yeah, looked like it wasn't travelling before that as well. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Magic Might though. So um, Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, uh, I didn't factor that in. You should have. Um, probably went without saying really. But, uh, yeah, look, he just – He's going to be he's going to be competitive regardless. Uh, got to be, have to have trust in the in the camp. Good operator, Michael Lane. Uh, Twenty was it? Twenty one days between runs for Trade War. Hopefully, just a little bit of freshness back in the legs in that three week gap. Um, I just just it's just been one of those almost preparations, isn't it? Like he just he's um, and maybe from two, maybe maybe from two, just Chris can come out more neutral. Than he uh, than the other day when the instructions were to go forward from from eight rather than snag which they had to so maybe maybe just asking trade war to do that a little bit more early the other day uh, was it was a a negative on Saturday from two you can come out neutral still land midfield and have not used any fuel so uh, again he has to be a major player um, but just. He might have missed his window to uh, to win a Saturday race this prep, but I don't know. There's a few few different view, uh, thought processes. He also might be a horse who's better coming around them rather than up underneath and through, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so that, that against River Rubicon a yeah. few starts ago. He never looked happy in the run no. there. Yeah, and his best runs have been sort of circling them and charging down the outside with full momentum. So uh, is gate two going to be conducive to that? Probably not. 
Yeah, I don't know. Look, I, I went into this racing and trade war would go up far shorter than it has. Like the, to be honest, I marked at three ninety. So yeah. three ninety around's not the end of the world at all. I thought trade war would be around uh, around the three dollar mark, which was going to give more. Yeah, rain. I was thinking more like three fifty. Yeah, yeah, which was going to give more rain for the other runners. So I'm a little bit disappointed about that. So I wouldn't begrudge anyone backing trade war here. Just for me, when they get this deep into a prep and um they've had a lot of chances it's always a worry but in saying that he drops weight and this isn't necessarily a huge amount harder he's running to some really good horses in the 60 pluses and even that race i know it was won by denim pack but instead of knocking trade or maybe go well hang on that was a super win from denim packs if you look through Did time scale run through if you look through the good, form yeah. if you look through the form of that race you've got time scale grand breakers run second blow me outs one midweek blow me out was very lucky though to win midweek poor old bradley <laughs> pennies of field is a little bit stiff mm. Yeah. When's the match race happening? Soon. But Pennies of Field versus Bruce Almighty. Bruce All yeah, Bruce Almighty <laughs> versus House of Serenity, owned by Jay Rooney. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. The three of them. Yeah. <laughs> Just for, for blood. Um Yeah. Stocks rising will be the uh proposed match race. <laughs> oh dearie me. Brad's blood pressure rising, I reckon. <laughs> Um, yes. So where was I going? Holy ghost. Uh, hard horse to catch BJ2 from 30, but Lactar's had two starts for a win in a second. So some of these Neville Parnham runners, they just go so much better for Lactar, don't they? They really just seem to, I don't he know does, what it he is. He does gel with certain horses, Lactar. Yeah, he does. He is a, it's very well said. He's, mm. he's the type of apprentice you've always preferred on a sit and sprinter rather than a leader too. So I don't mind holy ghost. Six bucks. What are we talking? 650. I was 550, holy ghost. So... Yeah. Yeah, I thought we might see eight, nine. Maybe we were late. Um, Tiff has spoken, unlucky last start. Hard horse to catch. Don't know if they can take advantage of the barrier because it naturally gets a little bit back anyway. But uh, it's winnable for Tiff has spoken. If you can out-sprint a few of them, don't know. That's always been its sort of issue. Um, just that killer blow. Uh, You'll get to speak to Michael Grantham about Lord Help Me Run. Yes. That and that's the one I'm That's the one I'm definitely going with, BJ. I just thought I'd see thought I'd see $14, $13 each way. You're dirty on this trade war price. I am. It's, well, it's, it's almost too good. I can understand, like, not that it's too good. I, I'm about that price. So I don't think I'll be on. But um, but I thought that, Lord help me around, we might see something closer to, yeah, sort of in the in the low teens each way, and that would have been a very easy decision. So, Lord help me around, peaked as an 87 rater for Steve Wolf, um, and it put in 10, 15 horrible, like really uncompetitive runs in a row together. Dropped down to a 73 rater, which is seven kilos. It's a big, big drop. Michael Grantham took it over. Um, and a bit like comes the time earlier in the day, um, it's had five runs, same as comes the time. Four of the runs have been super competitive. Uh, and if you go back through the form, it's had to give horses like Ginger Flyer and Fashion Queen weight and still went really well behind it. Um, this campaign, big money first up with the big weights. Uh, we sort of had to stop and sprint and still hit the line really nice. It was the quickest last two of the race. They backed up off seven days back to 1,200, and that's not the guy. Money came again. It was just a, the wrong setup completely. They've walked. Um, the data I have doesn't have figures in regards to how quickly they went because it's a new scarp side track but yeah you can just tell no, that no benchmark they've yeah. walked but it's actually on the quickest last two of the entire meeting um behind my mate and galaxy cat around second who obviously especially galaxy cat names you don't want to be running behind but again the seven day backup back to 1200 was just 
completely the wrong setup. This horse needs a mile and it needs a truly run mile. And I think you're going to get a mile and I think you're going to get a truly run mile here. If there's still the killer blow in the legs to win, BJ, that's got to be the big question. But you're down now, those seven kilos. The horse is fit. The horse is up to a mile. The horse is drawn. The horse is going to get speed, which isn't going that well, which should allow horses to get past them. Um, yeah, I think if Carberry can, from can a, follow from the right a, From horse, a quality point of view, it looks like a bit of a fish out of water here. Lord help me run. Like in terms of what, what it's, it's done. What it's yeah. done, yeah. And you think, I thought, oh, the old boy? I always thought of thinking, oh, he's only six. He's not that old, yeah. He's only six. So I, I think that big period of racing where he just did had no form whatsoever um, will work to his advantage here because instead of getting into a race like this was 61, he's going to have 57 and a half. So, mm. um, yeah, again, I was hoping to see double figures each way. But, uh, yeah, Lord help me run and holy ghost, the two will have something on. But, yeah, I mean, I'm – mindful that you could even save at the trade well price at around that four bucks and yeah tip of spoken to any other one that i could consider but not that genuine i got a bit of a mad in the last oh can i guess yeah fred dag negative <laughs> uh <coughs> cable guy no uh not lone hand larry lone hand larry nah. yeah no nah, we're cutting it off yeah uh, Until Larry. next week on the one one, <laughs> you don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, nah, go for it. No, no, I just thought that uh, pretty plain first up uh, in that Sky Racing series heat, uh, won by Aracity Pinjara. Um, the Stewart's comments said that he was off the bit off the bridle and struggling to keep up mid race, and that he would appreciate the winkers going back on. But I see that Summer Dixon has put blinkers on from a good draw with uh, Stevie Palmer and McClint Johnston Porter. Now, last preparation, um, Lone Hand Larry was placed by Blazing Away, ran fourth to Captain Chaos in Graduation Company, ran second to Roman Flirt, beaten ahead at Northern. All that form looks pretty uh, decent to me. Uh, stable change. Blinkers on, low draw, Clint Johnston, Porter, second up. I reckon we're going to see a big run from Lone Hand Larry, who can who can potentially uh, take advantage of that low draw and land somewhere in the first five, six in running. And very few better than Clint Johnston, Porter, to be saved up on the fence and taking a late split and accelerating through. Oh, I found Fiesa because CJP was on earlier in the day, yeah. so we're both doing crazy things just because his name is on all the <laughs> Well, list, but I did say it was mad. <laughs> I know. I don't mind it. I yeah. don't, well, I do. I, I, you I, hate it. You hate it. Just I, I do hate that one, actually, yeah. I cause I see the rise of the mile and the blinkers as just – and after a real poor effort, I just see that as a – Desperation. Uh, yeah, that's how I've mm. taken it. But um, I tell you what, yeah, it's it's the right setup. It, it's the right – everything, if this is what the horse is looking for, but um, that worries me. Why I just thought that? Summer Dixon can, can, can get can, – she's got a – Way with getting these sort of horses just to, yeah. to bob up. So I mean, Night Voyage was just was, was huge that's, last that's Night Voyage. Last said, but the same for Allen. Yeah, they, this this just feels like a bit of a Summer Dixon type horse where she can patch him up, uh, get him get him into a suitable race, and he might be able to do that little spike on race day. And you're getting a price to see it 23, 21 mad prices. Yep. So oh, if you're ever um, getting twenty to one of it. Uh, Especially As much to Terry's disgust. Ah, we uh, love, disgust. We love disgust, though. Hey. We love, we live for disgust. <laughs> Speaking of disgust, we're back to Peter Farrell horse in the first at Narrage and uh, twelves into three ninety. Farrell, Peter Farrell, <laughs> Farrell Williams. <laughs> she wants to move. What? Uh, what's the horse? That's your, um, Bart's bullet. First up in the state. Bart's bullet. That's a good yeah, name, isn't it? it Bart's is. Yeah. Bullet. Yeah. 
Yeah. Eat my shorts, apparently. <laughs> That's what they reckon to the bookies. <laughs> Don't have a cow, man. Yeah. Uh, but well, all right, well, we better we better uh, put the podcast on hold. We'll come back with our, our best, our maddies and our lays, and we'll also let you know how Bart Bullet, Bart's bullet goes in the first at the gym. It's definitely not my money. <laughs> and we're back with our Betfair best betting propositions for WATC Derby Day. How did, how did Bart go? Narragin, firstly. Terry? Was Bart stiff? No, uh, I stiff. think they were, knowing that stay, well, they would have wanted to lead. Lead, yeah. So yeah. as soon as they didn't lead, the money was going to stay in the bag, yeah. I suggest. But Bookie, bookies are rejoicing. I don't know if that's a race. We're going to follow the form <laughs> too, too, too closely either, BJ, to be honest with you. <laughs> Um, all right, Betfair best for WATC Derby Day. Actually, before we get going, while we were uh, on hold watching the first from Narogen, we noticed that there is a key scratching come through mm. for one of the uh, undercard races there, Ascot, on Saturday. So Terry spoke about uh, the chances of Sentimental Queen in race six, horse number eight. Sentimental Queen, Hayden Valentine, Lucy Warwick is a scratching. So that is the goddess chosen and comes a time race as well. So she was, she would have been most per- people's third elect in that race from a good draw coming off a win. So um, key scratching in one of the uh, better races on the undercut. Bookmakers to rule the line. Mm. Um, oh, look, BJ, first of all, I, there's no bet fair lay this week. I've been um, – oh, no, tell you what, we'll take on – I think Hoops is too big, butter boom. That's too short for me. So race nine, I'm going to start with the lay. How's that? Okay. It up. I bet fair lay is race nine, horse number one, at five bucks or below, actually. It's 450 a few agencies. Big butter boom from that alley. Been a good horse to me this campaign, but we're going to yeah. take on Big Butter Boom with the speed in the race from that alley, BJ. Okay. So what do you want me to do now? Give me your lay. Okay. All right. That's how we <laughs> – we've done it 122 times. <laughs> yeah, but 121. We've got, we've got uh, from yeah, Betfair. Yeah, hey, mix, mix it, it up. up. Just mix keep, it up. Keep yeah. the body guessing. All right. Okay. Um, so my lay is race – this is controversial. Race two, number nine, Snipperucci, $2.25 is too short for me. Uh, I think it can be three back the fence, bottled away and need luck. So I think that's a bit thin for mine. So um, Snipperucci is my lay from a price point of view. I was either going to lay that one or Speed Dream on my turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Go me. Speed Dream. Roll it. Uh, roll it. Here, <laughs> Just wins. It's it's due. Yeah. Um, best. Bet of the day. Alaskan God in the derby. Alaskan God, yeah. I, I tossed up going Alaskan God. I just, I'm allowing for that drift because <laughs> I can't say it otherwise. So, um, yeah, look, throw Alaskan God into Harmika and um, uh, in race five and Acromantia in race one. I'm 277, I think, the multi of those two. Yeah. I think you can get, hopefully, we can get close to four bucks um, for that multi. So, Acromantia, Harmika, and if you're feeling really, really excitable mm. and lob uh, Alaskan God in for probably 10, 10 bucks the multi. I think the three would be pretty hard to beat. Fill up. Fill up. Yeah, why not? And what's your Maddie? Oh, I don't know, BJ. So $21, 20 to 1 in the old uh, by the, uh, at the time of recording. Uh, fire sale is about 30 bucks at the minute. So, uh, look, I think premium choice is the winner, but $1.65, a little bit thin for me. So going to go with uh, CJP and B Pope. Uh, we've got a great record punting on. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for high sale in race number three. I'm still not sure if I'll race number four. Probably should back up myself now, actually, shouldn't I? This it shouldn't be a hard decision. I had no I didn't have a huge amount of confidence marking the race, but yep. if I'm gonna mark something sub ten bucks and it's thirty to one, it's probably just an easy little H way bet. Okay. Uh my Maddie keeping the CJ th- P theme rolling is in the get out. 
Number 13, Lone Hand Larry, currently $23. Um, yeah, that's my Maddie for Derby Day, much to Terry's disgust. No, not at all. No, I like it. I like it. Uh, I don't like it. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the, the thought process, though. <laughs> Ah, oh, dearie. You don't mate. like the thought process at all. That's no, like, no, 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 no. It ticks a few boxes. It ticks a few boxes. Right. I think we're all, again, we're, we're probably all just trying to take on the winner unnecessarily to some degree, but yeah. that's racing, isn't it?